Blitzers out there, hey. welcome back to another edition of the All Out Blitz podcast with Jeff. And Bree. Here talking preview of the divisional week of the 2020 NFL season. Yeah. Already here. Three more games to go yes. in this season. Four games this weekend, two Saturday, two Sunday. Oh, it's getting nuts. Yeah. It's getting absolutely crazy out here. Yeah. Lots, a couple of games we talked about last week. Surprise mm-hmm. winners moving into the divisional round. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think about this weekend. It's going to be a good week. You. It's going to be a great week of football. I do feel that in my bones. Uh, lots of stuff to, well, I don't want to say a lot of stuff. Some stuff to go over today. Yeah. Let's kick it off, though, with a little Brady session of Did You Know? <laughs> And yes, if anyone wants to know, that's what we're renaming this now. Did you know that in 2009, the Packers and the Cardinals had a combined score of 96 points in the wild card round, which was the highest score for the playoffs in NFL history? You said 96? Combined 96 points. What was that game last weekend that was high? That was 80-something. That was was Steelers-Browns. Yeah, 44-37, I want to say it was. I don't know. Um, in 19, cool. Did you know that in 1966, the Redskins had the highest score by a single team in, an, in NFL history with 72 points? In, in, in one game? Yep, in 1966. Oh, man, our team must have sucked. <laughs> I think it, I think That's it, crazy. It was, either, it was either the Giants or the Lions that they went up against. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, Giants and Lions yeah. fans. Lions fans, I really feel for you. But, yeah. Hey. We're in the same boat as Falcons fans. We yeah. feel you. Did you know the longest play in Super Bowl history had um, was a 99-yard kickoff return by Green Bay Packers' Desmond, Desmond Howard, Howard in Super Bowl, I think, Super Bowl 31? Against the Patriots. I got no clue because I was searching this, and they had, like, Roman numerals instead of, like... Oh, yeah, the weird they stuff. Had like, they had, like, XXI or something like that, or, like, XXII or something. I don't know. I just looked it up. I'm pretty sure it's Super Bowl 31. Anyway, did you know that Jalen Hurts has the fastest 40 time by a QB with 4.54? Huh. That's a quick quick man right there, a quarterback. Yeah. For no, Lamar Ig- Jackson. For the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, are you done? No, I still got one more. Okay, go for it. I got something to add then. All right. Um... And finally, did you know that Ben Roethlisberger was the youngest NFL player to win to win a Super Bowl at 23 years old? That's pretty nuts. Yeah, Those that's a long time ago, though. dude. Jeez. Yeah, back in the 1950s. <laughs> Let me add to that. All right, Des Howard, because I remember watching this on TV with my dad, because he's a Packers fan. This was against New England. And it, yes, it was Super Bowl 31. Desmond Howard, to add a little bit more to Did You Know, was actually the MVP of that Super Bowl. Not surprised. That's awesome. I remember watching that kickoff, though. My house, when I was a kid, was going nuts. Yeah. I was, because I even so. back then, everybody hated New England. Yeah. Well, everyone like, hates New England now. Yeah. And of course, you know, it was my dad's team in the Super Bowl. So we were all Packers fans that day. And uh, I remember watching Des Howard take that to the house. That was awesome. Everybody's flipping out. It was cool stuff. Let's well, talk a little news before we get into the games. 
Stop Falcons news. Well, let's talk a bunch of news. Because last time we talked, a couple days ago, right, the, the big news was Denver, right, got their GM. And George Payton signed a six-year deal with the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Now, we did, kind of. Yeah. Not because we have inside tracks, because we don't. But we knew things were going to start moving fast and furious, and that did not really disappoint because yesterday there were two moves. One, the Carolina Panthers, of course, have their new head coach, Matt Rule, right? Has first season, Mm -hmm. pretty successful season for rookie coach coming from college. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got their GM in Scott Fitterer, signed a contract with the Carolina Panthers to become the next general manager. And then the biggest news of yesterday, uh, college, um, how can I say this? Uh, one of the best college coaches of all time, Urban Meyer, signed a contract to become the next head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Also, something else that happened, Robert Salen. Hold on, hold on. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Let's talk about Urban Meyer for a second. Urban Meyer stated that he would not come back to coaching unless it was the perfect spot the perfect opportunity pretty much stating that only if the stars align would he coach in the nfl it's not the jags i'll say that much apparently he truly believes it is now you have the number one pick right so you're going to take the quarterback that you're going to tie yourself to because that's exactly what this is when you have a new head coach coming in and you're taking a quarterback with not only the first pick that your team gets in the next draft, it's literally the first pick in the draft. You two are tied together. So you will fail or you will succeed together. Yep. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, either way, interesting move. There's There's been a ton of talk on this for weeks now. It's a done deal. He signed. They introduced him today. Today, there were also a couple of head coaches that came out of that head coaching carousel that's been going on these uh, interviewing sprees, if you will. The first, and I think this is one you were alluding to, the New York Jets now have their new head coach and former defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, Robert Sala, is now the head coach of the New York Jets. That came out yesterday. Uh, came out yesterday, like around like ten or eleven. It wasn't official till today. Uh, this uh, is he signed his contract today. So the news, yes, there was news that he was about to sign, but uh, it did not become official until he signed today. Just, I just know the NFL was talking about it yesterday. Yeah, well, well, he was their front runner, and uh, well, they also said like he he like he was going to sign yesterday. Yeah, so this is an interesting move. Um, he was happy about it, though. He was ecstatic, and, and I'm super happy for the guy. I think he's a guy that's going to bring uh, a ton of energy, a ton of experience, a ton of knowledge around offensive and defensive systems to this team that they haven't had for a very long time. Um, I think if I had to guesstimate, I could still kind of see the Jets taking a QB at number two. But I also feel with how close Robert Sala was with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, 
Sam Darnold in his rookie year was a very successful rookie. And he's in his rookie year, though. No, but he, in his rookie year, he played under a Kyle Shanahan type of offensive scheme. Since then, he has not, and he has struggled. Sam Darnold was a very good quarterback his rookie year. If Sala brings in somebody like a Mike LaFleur to be offensive coordinator, somebody very familiar with the Shanahan-style offense, Sam Darnold could flourish again. Do they want to take a pick at number two on another quarterback? Yeah. That's going to be a tough decision to make for Robert Sala. And that's a tough first decision he's going to have to make as the new head coach of the Jets. I mean, now it's like popular demand. Like, if the Jags do take Trevor Lawrence, like, how would you not take Justin Fields, though? Or Zach Wilson? Well, and this is what I'm saying. Because if you're familiar with the system, with Sala is, and if he brings somebody like LaFleur over with him as the OC, Sam Darnold already knows that system, which means he doesn't have to learn another one. And he was already proven to work very well in that system. So do you go get him another weapon to make that system even stronger? Or take an offensive lineman. I say, or do you say, uh, you're not our guy and we're gonna tie ourselves to another rookie? Like, I, I think that's gonna be a really difficult decision. It's not just cut and dry because of how Darnold's year was this year. I think he's a very capable quarterback in this league. We were, Under, talking, we were talking about this earlier, and I was saying, like, maybe they, like, switch it up and just take, like, certain or something. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see um, what he's going to do. I, I think they definitely need some offensive weapons, too. Um, That's a, could you, like, imagine, like, pairing him up with, like, Marcus May? That'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. Pretty interesting, to be honest with you. I just, I, I just, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Sam Darnold. Yeah. Because I think if Darnold went to another team that uses a similar, like a, a decent scheme, I think he'd be very successful in this league. He's a bright guy. He's got a cannon. He can he can work well with just about anybody. I mean, I don't just like every great QB. It, it's interesting, yeah. I mean, so I I think he has a good QB, and if he has the right scheme and the right weapons around him, I think he could be very good. And I think that's something that Salah can build off of. But we'll see what happens. Falcons news. Atlanta Falcons also get their man. With Arthur Smith, former offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans, signed with the Atlanta Falcons to become the next head coach of the Dirty Birds. Yeah. We, of course, are waiting, not so patiently, for the announcement of who the next general manager will be, although that is... More than likely, it's probably going to be the Saints guy. Supposed to be the Saints VP. Because he's not only, like, the front runner, he's also, like, the favorite in it. Terry Fontenot looking to be the next general manager. And, of course, we cannot say anything until the Saints lose, which will hopefully be this weekend. If not, they're going to lose in the conference championship. They always so, somehow find a way to screw the pooch in the, in the hey, playoffs. Hey, don't jinx it. I don't want them going further because of that. Uh, oh, yeah, like they'll beat the Chiefs. But anyway, well, I don't want them to go to the Super Bowl, period. I'm just uh, saying. Because then that would be terrible. But lots of movement now after the first head coach and GM signed with their new teams, a lot coming off the board here. Yeah. Um, Dan Campbell, also an assistant head coach, if you will, with the Saints, looking to be the front runner for the Detroit Lions. This is a very interesting look. Um, his name kind of came out of nowhere, but suddenly emerged as the new favorite. You have guys out there like 
uh, Dable from Buffalo, Eric Bieniemy, all these offensive masterminds, they say, and they're still sitting out there not really looking like front runners for anybody. Is it interviews? Is it the fact that maybe neither of them want to leave where they currently are, but they just interviewed because that's what they do? Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I firmly believe after this week, uh, another couple of coaches and, and GMs and things open up after some losses in the playoffs here. We will see more hires by the time we talk first to cover the review of this week next week. Yeah. Um, that's well, about it. Also, just seeing a little bit of news here. Uh, Seahawks wide receiver Josh Gordon is suspended <laughs> indefinitely after NFL. So, I they, don't know how to say. They revoked that. his conditional uh, reinstatement. Yeah, because of another another failure of drug tests. I guess. Um, that's unfortunate. Oh, also, I, I feel bad for that. I, I don't know what to say. I, I really wish that that kid can get get the help that he needs to to get a good path going and stay on it. Like a good support team or something. I feel little, bad for the guy. A little bit of also news that um, could actually help Deshaun Watson out. Texans owner Cal McNair in contact with Deshaun Watson wants QB involved in, hi- in, in hiring head coach. Yep. That's it, though. Look for that to be a spot for Dable or, or the enemy to show up. Yeah. That would be interesting for them. Good, good offensive-minded head coaches. To, uh, to back up one of the best QBs in football. Now on to the NFL Divisional Round Playoffs. Yeah, let's talk about this. We have, we have a game at 435 Eastern tomorrow and a game at 815 tomorrow, and then Sunday, 305 Eastern Sunday, and 640 p.m. Eastern. All right, you Sunday. started off, and then we'll just go back and forth. All right, first game, 435 p.m. Eastern time in the frozen tundra. Where the L.A. Rams travel in to take on the Green Bay Packers. Packers. We're both taking the Packers here. Yep. But as I mentioned to you about an hour ago, this is not a given. And the Packers will not take it that way. What the defense showed on the Rams last week, just being able to work with or without Aaron Donald being able to bust through offensive lines. And please keep in mind, folks, you know, stud left tackle David Bakhtiari not on the roster uh, with that season-ending injury. So that leaves, uh, I mean, they have capable veterans, but it's not Bakhtiari. Uh, Not even close. But this defensive front is very dangerous. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to definitely have to work. He's going to be he's going to be mobile this <laughs> tomorrow. Um, and if Jalen Ramsey can do to Devontae Adams what he did to DK Metcalf, that's trouble. This is going to be one of the greatest matchups. This is a, this right here is a positional matchup of the week. It is because you got Devo- you got Devontae Adams against Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey has been an absolute monster this season, especially the last couple of weeks against some of the best wide receivers in football. Devontae Adams, no matter what, seems to get open. Doesn't matter yeah. who's on him, how many are on him. That dude is is probably the best wide receiver in football today. Second. Second best. Who's first? Diggs. No. 
Yeah, he is. No. Anyways. You know he is. Um, this is something special. I mean, I, I, I don't think. We all, we all thought, like, like, you know, Devontae Adams is great. The only thing Jalen Ramsey has to do is lock up Devontae Adams like he did to DK Metcalf. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Devontae Adams isn't huge. No, Devontae Adams is better. <laughs> uh, they're two different types of wide receivers. DK is big, so you can. You, there's more of him to see of what his movements are like. And I think DK's, Metc- uh, DK's, DK's movements, Metcalf. yeah, DKF <laughs> Metcalf, his movements, um, a little, little throwback from last season. Yeah. Uh, his movements, you can you can kind of tell what he's doing because of how large he is. Like you can see the motions in his arms. And Ramsey is good enough and a veteran enough to watch that and see that. Where with Devontae Adams, with him being able to be more flexible and lining up in different uh, different spots on the field, and his breakaway and separation technique is, I mean, light years beyond what DK is. So it's it's Ramsey's not going to completely shut him down. It's just going to be they need to they need to scheme Adams open by chipping or by by off little slants where they, he could just get a little separation and use that speed to get by. They will take advantage of that. Um, yeah. And Rogers, of course, the best of the best, will will hit hit him wherever he is on the field. Yeah. And he will not shy away from throwing directly at Ramsey if he has to, because that's who Rodgers is. Mm-hmm. Um, but people like Lazard and Valdez Scantling and those guys, they are going to have to step up. Here's, here's my take on this game. I think the MVP of this game, outside of who normally you think it may be, like Rodgers or Adams, look out for Robert Tanyan in this game. Tight end. I think he is going to have mismatches from that linebacking core with the Rams that he is going to be able to exploit where Rodgers can take advantage of that. I think this could be one of Tanyan's best games as a pass catcher. Yeah. I think I think he's going to have a phenomenal football game. It just the Packers are not like the Packers just don't want to be like last week's Bills in this game and just like take the other team like lightly. Because the Rams will, like, they will come out firing like they've never fired before. Well, like I said, that Rams defense is going to be relentless. It is. I mean, Rodgers is going to have to get that ball out quick. And you know who gets – first of all, Rodgers gets the ball out faster than almost anybody in football. But you know who's going to benefit best from that? Aaron Jones and Robert Tanyan. Screens, tight end passes, quick hooks, quick slants, comeback routes – all that kind of stuff is going to be key to beating Ramsey and beating that defense. Yeah. It's going to have to be out fast. Next game, Saturday, eight, late night game at 8.15 p.m., the Baltimore Ravens are going against the Buffalo Bills. 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 It's going to be tight, man. It's going to, it's going to be it's a tough football game. And the Bills, like, I feel like after last week, Sean McDermott, he he knows now that like he needs to make sure that like his like just like his defense in general just like needs to play better because like hit like their offense is phenomenal, but their defense needs to lock down and just get like get quicker to the QB like the Lemons need to. Here you know it's weird. I mean, and try and keep Lamar contained. You, 
Well, see, this is the weird thing, right? When you look at the Bills, okay, you're never worried about the offense. No. Right? The wide receivers, fantastic. Quarterback, mm-hmm. MVP. Now, Zach Moss is not there, so Singletary is carrying the load. I think that's okay. Um, Baltimore's defense is very good. Very good. And they are coming on stronger and stronger towards the end of the season and now into the playoffs. They played a phenomenal game last week. That's because, like, if they if they can contain Derrick Henry, then that like that Bills offense needs to like maybe like run the ball a little. It's gonna be a like it's gonna be a passing game. Now the thing with Buffalo, when you look at last week, right? You're you're looking at I mean, complete opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to quarterback play. You look at Philip Rivers. Not mm-hmm. mobile at all. Nope. Pocket passer, gunslinger, chucking the ball around. To Baltimore, where you have pro- probably the best running quarterback of all time in Lamar Jackson. He's looking like his old MVP self again, throwing the ball very, very well. They're going to use that play action. So, yes, you are correct, son. Containing Lamar Jackson is absolutely key, and I think Buffalo's linebackers are very well prepared for that. Now, here's the difference. Mm -hmm. Buffalo probably has the best secondary in football. Yeah. When you look at Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, uh, Levi Wallace, Jordan Poyer, the best defensive backfield in football. Last week, Tredavious White probably played the worst game of his entire career so far. If you look at film, he was bad. He was very bad. He is not going to let that happen again. You can, you can take that to the bank. That is not going to happen. Yeah. The thing is, is those guys are so good and so fast. This is not Baltimore playing Tennessee. No. This is Baltimore playing Bills Mafia. The Chiefs. <laughs> this is Baltimore playing Bills Mafia. That defensive secondary is not going to let Lamar pass on anybody. Yeah. So it's up to the front six, front seven, to contain and get to Lamar Jackson, period. Those four guys in the back are going to take all those wide receivers, tight ends out. Yeah. Not happening. That's how they're going to win this football game. Yep. Anything else to say about Buffalo, Baltimore? Buffalo win. Let's do this, Bills Moff. You get them. Yeah. Next game, Sunday, 3.05 p.m. Eastern time. The Cleveland Brownies take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. All right. You're taking the brownies to go. I know yeah, you want, I want, you want to them to go to the bowl. You want them to t- do the. You want them to walk away with the Lombardi this year. Yeah, I feel that way about Bills Mafia. It's I'm interesting the dog pound right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a very good fight. It's be uh, they're not going to put up 44 points like they did against the Stillers, though. They'll probably only put up like 20, honestly. Yeah, and you know what happens when you can only put up 20 against the Chiefs? Chiefs put up 30 or 40. Remember what happened last year in the playoffs? Can? Yeah, you can, yeah the Chiefs can go <laughs> down by 28 and come back and win. Uh, the Browns' defense is going to have to do their thing. 
Denzel Ward coming off COVID list. He's back. He's playing. Uh, longtime guard Joel Batonio off COVID list. Be playing. I feel so happy for that guy to be with the Browns. I think what, seven, eight, nine years he's been with them. Long time. Finally getting a playoff game. Did not get to play last week, which would have been his first because of COVID. But yeah. his team did their thing. They won, giving him a shot to play in his first playoff game. Super happy for him. Um, dude, but it's it's the Chiefs, man. It's it's Andy Reid. It's Bienemy. It's Mahomes. It's Kelsey. It's Hill. It's Watkins. It's Hardman. Um, and? It's it's Clyde. I think he's going to be back. It's it's free. It's uh, Honey Badger. It's it Chris players, Jones. I don't care. It's so. It's Baker. It's Jarvis. It's okay. Peoples Jones. Okay. It's Ward. Hold 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 on a second. Hold on. You a hold on a hold second. On. You name like fifteen players. I, I can because they are all worthy of being named. Oh yeah, like Jarvis you, Landry isn't. Uh, you didn't let me finish. Jarvis, yes. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Yes. Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett. Yes. Probably stops there. I mean, either like Peoples Jones, he did good this year. No. Yeah, he did. He doesn't need to be there. He's and okay. Odell, and he's he's not. Well, no. I'm just saying. And yes, you can name all the superstars, and it doesn't matter because they can still lose. Yeah. I'm just saying. When you saw what they were able to do last year against extremely good football teams in every game of the playoffs and the Super Bowl, and you saw what they were able to do this entire season, it's really difficult to vote against them because they are in a game always. The only way I would have been leaning a little bit more towards the Chiefs is because Odell came out and said, like, don't be surprised that the Browns win. He's going a little juju on us here, but. Well, it ain't that bad. Don't get. (laughs) Juju's way out there. Um, Honestly, I mean, would I be surprised if they beat him, beat them? I mean, I mean, I I I think everyone would. I would for the fact that I just don't expect them to lose this early. Like, you could see him losing, like, in the conference, just, like, not in the division round. Yes, yes. I don't see them losing this early. But you cannot underestimate the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I mean, you cannot underestimate the Cleveland Browns, though. Which is a weird sentence to say. They are playing, I mean, amazing football right now. It's a weird sentence to say. You can't can't underestimate the Browns. But you know what's fun, though, is that you get to say it now. (laughs) It's been so long. It's nice to have somebody different in the mix. And that's how I feel about Buffalo and Cleveland. Yeah. It's been so long since you can talk good things about your team, about these football teams and these fan bases, man. I'm happy for both of them to be able to experience this again because it's been a long time. Can I say one thing about like the Chiefs, though? Do it. Their corners, free safeties, and strong safeties have to be on the receivers at all times because Baker is going to be letting that ball out within five seconds. Of course they are. If they don't do that, he's going to be on the ground. Yeah, but if he's if he doesn't have it out in five seconds, he's on the ground. I don't know. Times he had more than five seconds, and he still able to get the ball away. Not very often. Not with that defense. I just mean like they will bring it to him to get it out quickly. Well, I just remember, like, you, like last week, he got it out, like, within, like, a second. Oh, yeah, he was very quick last week. 
That's, he was that's very what I mean. Quick. Like he's got to play like that. And the, like the safeties, corners, free safeties, they always got to be on the wide receivers at all times. Yep. Yeah. I, it's it's very very interesting. It's going to be a super yeah. super good game. Mm-hmm. Um, really looking forward to to honestly the last game we talked about and this game. I think are going to be two of the better games that we see this weekend. Um, yeah. Either way, I can't wait to see what comes out of it. I mean, I like I said, I want Buffalo to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I want Browns too. Yeah. So I mean, if maybe we'll get that in the AFC Championship, we'll see what happens. Next game and final game, the Sunday game at six forty. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are taking on the New Orleans Saints. We're both taking the Bucks, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Got it. Two old, two old men slinging around the pigskin. Drew Brees for his final game of the season. You know, we were talking about this uh, yesterday football. because, uh, you know, you reminded me first first week of this season was this exact matchup. And and yep. we make our picks every week, right? And I said I wanted it to end in a tie because I want both of them to lose. And I said, wouldn't it be cool as if in the playoffs, because you asked me, mm-hmm. you're like, hey, in the playoffs, what happens if somebody ties? Well, there is no tie because there's no next week for whoever loses. Yeah, so it's kind of like a college game. So what I wish is that if it was a tie, they just both lose. And <laughs> just, just, just have one, just have one team just take a bye week, like and the, then, like Packers and then the Rams week. or the Packers get a bye. Yeah, just like we get and next then week. I would, oh, and, then I, and then I would really vote for a tie in this game. Yeah. However, it's not possible. I have less hatred for the Bucks than for the Saints. Because as a Falcons fan, you have and but then you know, the and then Tom Brady almost brings it back to the top. You know, like to almost even it out, but I'm like still. No, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Tampa because I, I I first of all I want the Saints to lose because that's just in my heart and my nature. And, and 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 honestly, I just I want to hire my GM already. Like, let's move on here. I want to get my Falcon season getting going here for next year already. Yeah. So let's just make this thing happen. Tampa, Bruce Arians, and then lose to the and then lose to Green Bay or lose. the Rams. I don't care whichever one. Yeah. Um. That's. That's the preview. Those are. It's going to be a good weekend of football. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Turtle. Unless you're talking about more things. Turtle Bowl. How about you go first? Of the division. And I am taking Tampa, New Orleans. Seriously. It's like a retirement home for quarterbacks. (laughs) I'm ready for both of them to be out of football. Let's move on. Diggity Dunzo. I'm with you on this because we've already seen this game twice this season. <laughs> and the Saints, no one beat, cares. the Saints beat them both. One's very close, one by an absolute rocking. Tampa's yeah, going to get like, the best where it matters most. Like, no one cares. Like, this is literally, this weekend would be perfect if it was, like, Titans-Saints or something like that. Like, that would, like, that would be a better matchup. Like, Bucks. No one cares. You're only popular because Tom Brady and Mike Evans are there. Here's the interesting thing, right? Because, you know, you know, big whiny Marshawn Lattimore out here is just saying how motivated he is to dominate Mike Evans again. Guess what? <laughs> it doesn't matter if you take Evans out. You got Godwin. You got Antonio Brown, which is coming on strong now. You got Gronk, which is getting back into things. You got Cameron Brait. You got Rojo back in the mix. You got Fournette gonna yep. pound you in the face. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Lattimore is just like Michael Thomas. He's a giant whining baby that likes to run his mouth, and that's mm-hmm. all it's to it. Just like head coach, just like Cam George, just like all their studs there. 
Yeah. They're good football players, but they don't know when to be quiet. It's literally like it's Juju it's different. There's different a big people. difference between being confident and then Juju Smith-Schuster and being cocky and arrogant. And this is why people really want you to lose, and that's why you keep losing is because they will find a way to beat you. Juju, the Juju Smith-Schuster thing. Yeah, it's the Juju effect. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's new that, rule. That's is that are you going for that as your turtle ball as well? Yeah, because like I said, no one cares unless you're a Saints or a Bucks fan. Uh, all right. All of Blitz Podcast, game of the week. You make your pick first. We I have, already know what it is. We have different games of the weeks. We do. Go for it. Chiefs, Browns. Ravens, Bills. Mm-hmm. Not Both. just because we want each of those teams to go through the whole thing. But because we honestly think they are going to be good games. Yeah, I think that I think the matchups in both of these, to be honest with you, I mean, really, just 100% honesty, I think both of these, the matchups are phenomenal. Imagine Browns Chiefs and offense to defense, defense to offense, everything up and down and all around. It's these matchups are very, very good right now. Could you imagine Browns Chiefs games like 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 Chiefs Falcons game? Yeah, <laughs> seventeen ends fourteen seventeen. Dang it, pretty interesting. Yeah, but uh, no, I am looking forward to this weekend. Of football. It is. It should be great. Also, uh, we might see a, like a little bit of Devonta Freeman at the Bills game, and this no. one's going to have Zach no. Moss running the whole time. No, Zach Moss is out. Oh, wait, Singletary. It's going to be Singletary. Yeah, but Freeman, like, Freeman, they just signed him to the practice squad. Yeah, but you could pull players from the practice squad, though. Yeah, but not this early. He hasn't even, he just saw the playbook. They, they brought him on uh, in case they win this week for next week. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's what's the plan when you're in the conference. That's what move was for. Yeah, that's all that was. Um, yeah. Great weekend of football. Four games only, so that's kind of disappointing. But, hey, we're at that point. Well, and like, next week we only got, like, two games. Yeah. And then and it's going to be a lot of cool talk game. about the Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl, Chiefs-Packers. More than likely. Bills-Packers. Browns-Packers. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, hopefully everybody uh, enjoyed this episode here of the mm-hmm. All Out podcast. This is the divisional round playoff preview. We'll be back next week to talk about the review. Yep. And uh, I'm sure we will have more to talk about when, as it comes to head coaches and GM signings and all kinds of other fun stuff going on. Um, man, enjoy this weekend of football. It's going to be some good stuff. We've had good weeks of football, and then we've had like some pretty bad weeks of football. This is one of those great weeks. Last of football. weekend was a good week of football. This weekend is going to be. Aside from the better. Bills Colts game, then yeah, because the Bills Colts game was kind of a snooze fest. It only ended twenty seven. <sighs> Go to bed, child. Go to bed, child. It's late. I'm going to. Good. Uh, anyway, have a great weekend. Enjoy your weekend of football. Enjoy your friends, your family, whoever you're hanging out with these days. Uh, yeah. Yep. We'll see you back here next week. Mm-hmm. Cool. From us here at the All Bloods Podcast. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Peace. Peace. Peace.